<laughs> Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I am Anthony Totry, joined on this wonderful Wednesday by mm-hmm. Sean DePaz, Shane Diefenbach. Gentlemen, happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Yeah. Hump day. Hump day. Turn How's everybody up. doing? You guys busy, chilling? I couldn't do my brim thing because I wear my hat backwards. Otherwise, I got this massive shadow over my eyes. I didn't want to be that mysterious today. You don't want to be that chilling, mysterious? No. I, I mean, I feel like I'm a little, I'm kind of naturally mysterious. Yeah. No. Yeah, you kind of are. Um, it's yeah. a good Wednesday. Uh, yeah, a busy Wednesday, but good Wednesday. Um, busy Wednesday. I feel like I'm locked inside my room like Rapunzel right now. But other than that, it's been great. <laughs> what Disney princess would Shane be, Sean? I mean, he had the long blonde hair there for a little bit, but then he had to chop it off, and now he's free. Um, very tangled ass. He's free. Now um, he's free. He's not free totally, he, not yet. Well, I mean, yeah, he's locked in his room. Like he said, Rapunzel seems fitting. It's going to be okay. Hello, everybody in the chat. Glad you guys are joining us today. We've got a lot to talk about. I want to start with uh, ASU football. Uh, let's talk about some of the younger players on the team that can hopefully contribute sooner rather than later. I want to get your guys' opinions on a couple different guys, uh, just what you think their impact can be, if you think they're going to have an impact this early on in their career at ASU. The first one I want to start with uh, is athlete freshman, Javen Jacobs. We obviously talked to his dad when he had committed uh, months ago. Javen was Daniel and God's answer for a guy that might surprise people this season um he's been working hard in camp we've seen him doing some stuff on some special teams not really working in yet with the offense but sean i'll start with you is this a guy that we think can have an immediate impact uh, as a sun devil um in special teams for sure i don't i don't think we'll see much on offense but in the special teams i think he might be one of those players where if you're you know like us who's watching every game really closely you're gonna be like this is a guy that you know if you're not in sun devil nation you might not know his name but you you'll know that he is impacting the outcome of the game. I mean, ASU is one of the best special teams teams in the Pac-12. Um, I, I saw a stat the other day yeah, that they the best. they haven't allowed a 20-plus yard return in the last three years or something like that, like the Pound only return, team in the yeah. Pac to say that, one of two or something like that. So uh, they're a really good uh, special teams team, and I think that's a, a young guy who's an athlete like that can definitely make an impact in that regard. But, yeah, I don't know if he's going to be a guy that we're – you know, just getting award recognition or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna start calling him Plato because he's an athlete and Moldable? he can be mold- yeah, molded into whatever he wants. Not Plato, but Plato. Um, yeah, he. I mean, he is a blank canvas for this coaching yeah. staff. I feel like it's it's really exciting to see he can a plug and play guy. You know, what what would you say they they listed him at officially on their roster? Because I know he was changed from athlete. Was it running back? Um, I, I don't think it was running back. I think it was wide receiver. Okay. Well, I think the wide receiver group obviously needs more help. Um, so I, I think that'd be that, that, that would be dope. Uh, and then maybe come time when Valaday leaves and, you know, you're, but then you have Tevin white, like, I, I, yeah. I don't know. It's exciting. He, he can play a lot of positions. Obviously special teams is probably where he's going to make the impact this year, but yeah, I think significant impact is not, so far out of reach for his career as I guess we're calling it now. Sun Devil Nation. Let's ride. Yeah. Sun Devil Nation. 
Let's ride. Let's ride. Son of a Nation. Javen Jacobs Let's ride. reminds Let's ride. me, I think he, Son of a Nation. Like, I hate Let's you guys ride. already. I think this is a guy that can learn a lot from Charles Hall. Um, a guy that, you know, isn't necessarily the biggest, but he plays just a lot of different spots on the offense, special teams. Um, I think he's going to learn a lot from him, hopefully this season. And hopefully when, when Hall is gone, uh, Javen can kind of step into that role a little bit. But this is a guy that reminds me a lot of former Sun Devil Ryan Newsom. Mm. Um, if you guys remember, a wide receiver yeah. who had transferred from Texas to ASU um, years ago. Big special teams guy. Wasn't always just the biggest in size, uh, but a guy that was kind of just the injuries really hurt his career in the long run at ASU. I think Javen can be that guy without the injuries, hopefully. If you're watching on audio, um, I just gave the forks down or the thumbs down or geez, the horns down, and I got a 15 year unsportsmanlike conduct penalty in the Big 12. If you're watching, year? 15 yards. You, oh, you said you're watching. watching. Did I say if audio. you're watching audio? Yeah, you know, yeah. you can watch the waveforms. Watch the waveforms. Yeah, Why exactly. not? I mean, you could. I don't know if that's the best way. You might as well just click on the YouTube and put some headphones in, listen to like an audio book, maybe. I think that would be the best way to the best way to do it. Uh, the second guy I want to talk about, who I think will be I like this guy a lot, an immediate impact. And I didn't realize he was this young, uh, but redshirt sophomore Roe Torrance, yes. cornerback, transfer um, from Auburn, me up. absolute giant. Shane, I'll start with you. So, what do you I'm, think his impact could be? I'm going to steal a, a one of the greatest nicknames I've ever heard from the Seattle Seahawks. They're calling Tariq Woolen their six four corner who runs a four three or sub four three 40 they're calling him avatar uh from the movie oh. avatar because he's massive and fast that's what rotorans can be i mean Tariq woolen was a guy who at utsa was pretty dominant um especially near the end of his career there and obviously shined to be able to be drafted had a really good senior bowl uh that the rotorans can be that he's a prototypical outside corner um exactly what you would want you know I mean, he has all of the tools. He is, he is tall. He can, he can, he can run with some of the best. And you know, he's a strong dude. And obviously, he has experience in a really good conference. So, yeah, this this guy, I'm 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 telling you, this this guy can make a difference immediately. What yeah. do you think, Sean? I I think. He could end up being I like it. Obviously, we talk about I, I talk about Nesta a lot, and obviously, there's you know the linebackers, and then Jordan Clark is that guy that you talk about in the secondary. But he could very well end up being, if not the best player in the secondary, or not if not the best player in the defense, the best secondary player this team has. I think, like Shane was saying, with his size and then the speed he has with that size, he is he he's an alien. Like he, he's an avatar. Um, so like, yeah, I, I think he can end up being. I think if we, we go back at the end of the year and we talk about the top the three most impactful players on this defense, he could easily be in that conversation. Um, is there? And, yeah, I mean, yeah. Is is there a nickname that you can give him that's not stealing Avatar? Is there something like that? Um, uh, man, we'll think. I on feel that. like Roe Roe has a lot of potential. Yeah, like we'll have to workshop it. We'll have to workshop it. Okay, that we next uh, PHX meeting we can go over. I have a graphic. What if he has like five pass deflections in a game? R O comma D work ahead road work ahead. Oh my gosh. Okay, <laughs> okay. One one part of the of his impact that I think is going to be, 
I think maybe slept on a little bit in the offseason until we get to actual kickoff is what he's going to be able to do for this defense in the red zone. Uh, you figure a lot of these cornerbacks in college, especially going up against teams like USC, Oklahoma State, Utah, have got some bigger wide receivers that they will just throw out there. Um, we saw it last year with ASU with Curtis Hodges, a guy that you know was, what, 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, You're going to line him up outside with a, a smaller corner at 5'10", maybe six foot, and it's just he doesn't really have a chance. Uh, this is a guy that you can stick out there on any given play, and I feel like he can make a difference, but especially in the red zone, um, you're not going to be getting those easy fades uh, because he's just that big. So I think he's definitely going to have a giant impact, um, especially on that red zone defense. Sticking to uh, some of the younger sophomores, offensive lineman, sophomore Isaiah Glass, a guy who has been rotating in with the starters, um, still kind of waiting to see what this offensive line is going to look like because they have so many transfers. Uh, but Shane, Isaiah Glass, you said last week, a guy that probably could learn a lot from Ladarius Henderson uh, this year. Do, do we see Isaiah Glass having a season where he, he gets a lot of reps? Or is this a guy maybe that, you know, he takes this year to fully learn uh, a little bit more? Uh, I mean, it, it just depends. I mean, he could easily – I mean, like, it's him and Bowl left tackle spot, right? Like, that's yeah. that's basically the extent of it. I, I think he has a potential to start, man. I, I, I don't know. It, we'll, we'll learn more when the first – official depth chart is released. We'll learn more in the mock game before um, NAU, but if he is starting, I mean, clearly he's going to get reps. So, I mean, yeah. that'd be really exciting. Yeah. 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 I mean, I feel like it's, even if he doesn't start, it's one of those situations where knock on wood, we've talked about it. Like there's injuries on the offensive line all the time. It could easily be one of those situations where he gets an opportunity and then he doesn't give up that spot. Um, I think it's, I think it's good. It's always good to kind of have competition at, a, at any given position. Um, so like Shane said, it it really just kind of depends on how everything plays out. But I mean, I certainly think if he does get the opportunity to play, he is a guy that can make a significant impact on that offensive line and end up being one of the, the better offensive linemen. And and again, like obviously all these guys that we're talking about are young. So if he can get some experience this year, that only serves him for a couple years down the line and to be kind of a centerpiece for this offensive line for the next two years or whatever it is. Um, which I think is good because I, I think like we talk a lot about this team, but with a lot of these young guys, like whether it is in God and Tevin White or, or wherever you are, like this season, like th- this team has a lot of potential to grow with a lot of these young people, these young players. So um, if he gets an opportunity, I think it's it's going to even if he's not like a world beater this year, it sets him up to make an impact and grow his game for the next couple of years going down, yeah. which I think is exciting for Sun Devils fans, especially given this, the, the fact that not a lot of people are, are overly excited for what this season might be for Sun, the Sun Devils. At least you get something to kind of get excited about for next year, year after that type thing. Yeah, regardless if he starts or not, I think he provides so much depth for this offensive line. Um, and whether he's learning from Ladarius Henderson, Des Holmes, or, or just really any of those transfers, I think it's only going to serve him better when he's a junior next year. Um, and you figure he's a plug and play starter at that point, but we'll see what happens with him. Last guy, he's already made an all NCAA team before he's even actually played a down for ASU. And it's the all NCAA name team, <laughs> freshman defensive lineman, Blazin Lona Wong. Uh, this is a guy who's quietly made a lot of noise 
in fall camp. He's had some some just ridiculous plays, um, and it seems like the guys around him really, really love what he brings to the table. A couple days ago, we heard that defensive lineman Michael Matus was out for the year with an injury. Blazing figures to get some reps with him going down. Uh, do we think that Blazin's a guy that can quietly be a centerpiece of this defense, or is again, is this a guy that maybe contributes here and there? Um, kind of looking forward to more his sophomore season next year. I mean, the, the, this line I think is going to be a lot of plug and play. I think it's going to be you're going to figure out what's going to work. I mean, there's going to be players that are more dominant than others. Omar Norman Lot. You know, Nesta, Therese Moore, I feel like. But other than that, BJ Green, I think we'll get a lot of run now, yeah. especially with Matus. But other than that, yeah, I could, I mean, I could see a lot of different faces playing. And especially in college football, man, there's a lot of more opportunity on lines than there is yeah. in the pros. You see a lot more substitutions. The, the big guys get tired easy. Uh, yeah, I could see him making an impact, but probably not a star role up in, until his later years here. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm right there with Shane. I feel like in terms of him being like a centerpiece for this defense, that's, I mean, it would be great, but probably not the situation. I feel like the defensive line is the one part of this defense that I have the most confidence in. I feel like there, there's just a few guys in that, that on the defensive line, like Shane was saying, that can make a really significant impact and be a centerpiece of the defense. So I don't know if he'll be a centerpiece, but again, it's, it's just like glass. You know, yeah, I think that that group of, the, of this team is so strong that there's going to be a lot for him to learn and, and then make an impact next year, year after that type thing. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I certainly can make an impact. I feel like he's going to, he's going to have, it's going to be a name that you're going to hear a few times throughout the year. Yeah. Not, not every Saturday type thing, but a few times you're going to hear his name. And it's again, going to give Sun Devil fans like a, a little bit of a little something to be excited about um, next year, year after that, when he steps into hopefully an even bigger role. Yeah. It's going to be exciting and interesting to see what Herm does with a lot of these guys. I've, I've said it on previous pods, but I think Herm is in a situation now where it doesn't matter. Like he's not going to be thinking in my personal opinion. I don't think he's going to be looking past this year too much in terms of eligibility. Like I think he is going to throw out there anybody that he feels gives them the best chance to win. Cause he's got some sort of legacy to preserve um, or maintain at ASU before he, you know, presumptively moves on after this season. So we'll see what happens. We're 15 days away from ASU actually kicking off against NAU. So I think we'll get a lot of, uh, we'll we'll get to see a lot of these guys, especially later in the game when ASU will expectedly be whooping NAU. Um, If they're not at that point, it's going to be a problem, Uh, but we'll see what happens when you guys are watching ASU take on NAU in just 15 days, you guys should be doing so with some four peaks because there isn't a better drink to be watching a college football game with. And you guys can enter to win the Toast of the Month sweepstakes to win a $50 four peaks gift card, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Go to gophnx.com or click on the link in the show notes. You got to be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly. Guys, do you have any four peaks today? No, I haven't had time to drink water. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, I did wear a Four Peaks hat this morning on my way to get coffee, though. Ooh, okay. So. Rocking the merch, almost. Yeah. Good. Obviously, I'm I'm rocking the Four Peaks shirt behind me. It makes a great decorative piece. Um, I haven't had a chance to have any Four Peaks, but I'm thinking I went out to dinner tonight, so I might, you know, might mix in a Four Peaks or two there. Okay. If I have the opportunity to do so. Hey, you didn't. We know. didn't. We didn't get the memo. 
There wasn't like a, it's not like a family. Yeah, why do you never invite us to dinner with your family or your girlfriend's family? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's my girlfriend's sister's birthday. So, yeah, why know. the hell am I not there? Yeah. I mean, was the invite? We could pop out of a cake. Check your mail. Shane and I could pop out of a cake and everything. You send us like, you sent us mail. We see you like every day. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, too. Sweet it's, invite, Sean. It's part of the, it's part of the, it's like a wedding. Like you could just tell somebody, like, oh, you can come to my wedding, but you got to get the invite in the mail. It makes it part of the, you know, so check your mail. And if you didn't get it, then blame the U.S. Postal Service. Okay, just so the, just to clarify, them. the mail Respect has been the sent. U.S. Postal Service. Employees. We've been invited, is what you're saying. Uh, yeah, but okay, that, the that's fine. Just tell us where to show up then. No, yeah. the invite is on the the information on the invite. Well, oh, oh, so we, we have to just... check. If you don't this care sucks. enough to find the invite, then you oh, don't okay. deserve to come. Okay, that's fair. I I think Sean's the imposter. Sean is 100 <laughs> the imposter on this show. Pull off your mask, PD. We know it's you. It's been you the entire time. Um, while we're on the topic of imposters, let's look at ASU on somewhat of a wider scale. Looking at the Pac-12, it's been a minute since we've talked about USC, Utah, Oregon, Washington, all these schools. Let's pull up the graphic because it's time to figure out who the imposter in terms of the college football season as it relates to the Pac-12 is. Um, Sean, who do you think is maybe going to let some folks down this year. Um, I mean, this is just, I know this is a low hanging fruit, but the university of Arizona, like, have you heard about, heard how their fans have been talking about this football team? Like they didn't yeah. lose to NAU last year. Like, like I feel like there's a lot of people in, in Tucson that really think that this team is going to be good and not only good, better than ASU. I'm, I'm just pumping. I just want to pump the brakes on that a little bit. And then also like a, a more real answer. That's probably not, not as influenced by bias. Like USC. Uh, I, I mean, not necessarily that they're going to be imposters, but like this team is, is a lot of new pieces and we don't know how this team is going to look. A lot of people are giving them a lot of there. A lot of people are saying they're going to win this conference. They're going to be top two team in this conference, whatever, because of the pieces that they've added, we have no idea how it's going to work. So I think, I think, I guess just a little bit of, of pumping the brakes on that too. <laughs> like I, I just, I, I feel like those two teams are two teams that their fan bases. And then with USC, at least the rest of the country is just like, really think that they're going to be just like in a whole different league from what they are last year. And it's like, this is, this isn't college basketball. Like t- t- football programs take t- a little bit of time to go from being bad to being really, really good. Not that USC was as bad as Arizona, obviously, but I just, I just feel like we, it's. I'm not gonna believe it. I don't want to. I'm not buying into that hype until I I see it. Um, yeah. So that's why I I think there are the imposters for right now. In my mind. I would just like. Go I ahead. would just like to say before before Shane gives his answer, we have done over 150 episodes together, and this is the very first time that Sean's girlfriend has actually commented on the show. Woo! Um, so thank you for commenting and the engagement. And <laughs> Please we'll like, subscribe. My mailbags. My mailbox for the invitation. Um, Shane, <laughs> who do you think is the imposter in the Pac-12 as it stands right now? My mind is in the PNW. Um, imposter, not good wise. Uh, Washington. I don't think Washington's going to be great. I, um, I think I have them. That's third last in my power rankings. I, I'm yeah, with you. Their team. That's always you know, people people are sleeping on them. No, they're not. No, they're not. Um, and then for my, I think somebody's playing as a imposter but they're gonna be good 
I would say Washington State, Incarnate Word quarterback Cam Ward. Turn me up. That's exciting. Um, they also have this sneaky good fre- or sophomore now. Uh, he was a Pac-12 All-Freshman honorable mention. Dijon Stribling. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, 6'3", one of the Hawaii guys that always goes to those PNW schools. Um, yeah, I think he's going to be – I think he's going to be solid next year. They're very young on offense, um, on their receiving core at least. Their defense is Washington State defense. I think it's a little bit better this year, but I think they're going to surprise some people. I think Cam Ward's going to light it up in the Pac-12. Yeah, on an individual basis, I do want to say, speaking of the PNW, Bo Nix is an imposter. I'm tired of it. He is not a good quarterback. He's nope. actually statistically the most inconsistent nope. quarterback in Power nope. 5. I'm just not buying that hype at He's all. inconsistent, and that turns me up. Give me yeah, all okay, of the chaos. Like, Give I'm me not, all of the uh, chaos. He said, okay, he, he's, also, poor Drew Locke. Yeah, I know that is tough for him. But I mean, yeah, Bonix, it'd be cool if he's good. I also have a friend who's an Auburn fan, and he was just like all on the Bonix bandwagon, and he was not good last year. I don't think he had one really cool play last year, though. He is. I literally, they did like a statistical analysis, and the variation between each game that he had last year was like so incredible. His like you would EPA have an incredible per game. play must be like the most chaotic stat to keep yeah. track of. You're like, oh yeah, that's expected to be good. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and then it, you put him in those Oregon uniforms that is different every week. It's just going to be the most, just the yeah, most. I'm here for it. Thing awesome. I think so it's going to be fun. For it. Yeah, but especially because we ASU doesn't have to play Oregon this year. So I wish um, they did. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> We'll see what happens. I like I like Sean's answer of Arizona. I like the Washington answer. I don't necessarily know if if USC is going to be an imposter, but I feel like their expectations are set so high that it would be very easy for them to kind of slip and fall. A team that was in the AP top twenty five poll, they're you know projected to be the second best team in the conference, potentially overtake Utah as that number one team. Uh, they had an offensive lineman enter the transfer portal as of a couple days ago, so I think that's interesting. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sold on USC returning back to, you know, what was once greatness. I I, I don't know if Caleb Williams is that guy. We'll see. Um, Lincoln Riley, you know, has proven in the past that he is very capable of taking programs to the top. Uh, but I think it's just kind of a wait and see. I, I'm not. I'm not sold on what that is. I think we've seen from an NFL standpoint, we've seen you know, teams bring in a bunch of players from all over the place and get somewhat of a, a Pro Bowl-like roster. And I think USC has tried to do that. How often does it work on, you know, an NFL scale? I feel like the last time, obviously, we saw it work was the Rams, who they won a Super Bowl. But before that, you know, we've heard the Dream Team, the Eagles, all those years back where they had Nani Asamoah <laughs> and all those great guys. That was one of the biggest failures ever. Maybe USC is that. Maybe USC is, is you know, the 2022 dream team that fails. I don't know. What do you guys think on USC potentially uh, not living up to expectations? Yeah. I mean, first off, what do we know about Big 12 teams is that – and I know they're not in Big 12, but I'm not talking about Lincoln Riley and this being Oklahoma 2.0. They don't play defense. This offense is going to be really good. And I, I watched their spring game, which was actually a game. It wasn't a showcase. They kept scoring everything. Uh, defense didn't look good. Like, it, obviously, it's a sh- it's a spring game, like, and you can only take so much into it. But like, yeah. I I don't know that this team is going to be, especially when you get when you play a Utah who is a little older. They have a quarterback who's been with this team for more than a couple of months. Yeah. Like, 
I, I think, and especially like you said, when you talk about the expectations they have, once you get to that, they, they Utah wins this conference, like which I, I think is going to happen. And then if they fall below, if they're the third team in this conference, that's a failure, I think, yeah. in most people's eyes, um, which I don't think is necessarily fair. Like, I think when you, again, when you talk about how new this team is, the expectation shouldn't necessarily be that they're a champion right Thank away. Thank you. But, Thank you. <laughs> but since that is the expectation, I think they're going to fall short of it, and they're an apologist for that reason. But I, I think, yeah, realistically, their expectation should be for them to finish second or third in yeah. the conference. Yeah, I, I, I completely, that's what I was thinking this entire time. I don't think Lincoln Riley even thinks this team is for a shoe in for a Rose Bowl yeah. victory, like, or, yeah. or to make the CFP. Like, no, this is his first year here. There's a lot of turnover. There's a lot of outside noise with them moving. The only reason why they're, why they are what they are right now and their expectations are what they are is because the media loves Lincoln Riley and loves the big 12 and the sec and loves when coaches move and go to a lesser conference. And they also love USC. The USC yeah. hasn't been great in years. Like yeah. they haven't reached their potential in so long. What makes, yeah, Lincoln Riley's probably going to change the culture. I think four years from now, they're going to be a fantastic program, but right now it's USC with a good quarterback and Lincoln yeah. Riley. And, and the quarterback is a quarterback that is, for the first time coming into the season as the starter. Yep. Like he, yeah. he was plugged into that. He's Oklahoma only a sophomore. Yeah. He was plugged into a very good Oklahoma team last year. Like, and now he is, now he has to be that guy from day mm-hmm. one. And obviously, you know, he has the Blitnikov winner as, as his number one target. So like, that's going to help him significantly, but this is different. Like this is, these aren't teams that, that Lincoln Riley or Caleb have, have seen yet. Like it's, it's, whole a whole different story but um and would yeah. you be surprised if they win the rose bowl no i wouldn't no. like like this team is capable of doing that but like i said i don't think this should be the expectation i don't think that's a fair expectation for this team that's basically an expansion franchise like this is the first time they're doing this <laughs> do you think the expectations for them would be this high if all of this turnover had would have happened but say at like uh, a washington state no or is I was it because say- it's in la that you know it's everything is amplified it's bit. the Texas effect. It's exactly what happens with Texas every year. They get big recruits, and they're like, "Oh, watch out! Texas is back." Just kidding. They lose to Kansas. Like it, it's <laughs> it's it, like that's exactly where I was. What I was thinking. If this was Washington State, if this was Colorado, if this was, if even if this was Arizona State, people wouldn't be freaking out like this. Um, yeah. October fifteenth, USC at Utah. At, at Utah. Utah. That yeah. shit is going to be electric. It is rising. Two hundred passing yards, hundred fifty on the ground. It's gonna be like that. That's gonna end up being like a uh, like a who wins the Heisman Heisman case. You know, you know Heisman that's case. gonna be. It's gonna be when you used to play NCAA football two thousand five, and you would finish a game, and it was like that. You just ranked fourth on the greatest college football games of all time. Yes, that's yes. what it's gonna yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I, I, that, I think that's the most exciting game of the year for, for that. For USC, that is almost, in my opinion, like I know nothing has been played yet. But for USC, right off the bat, that's a must-win game. Yeah. Like, if, if yeah. you're trying to go to the college football playoff, which is, I feel like, the expectations already, as we've already kind of talked about for um, USC fans and people that just, you know, watch the Pac-12 college football in general, the expectation is that, whether they make it or not, that they're competing to potentially be in that race toward the end of the season. You figure USC's got Notre Dame at the end of the year. Yeah. Notre Dame is one of the best teams in all of college football. They're returning several, several guys uh, from their team a year ago, you figure that's probably a loss, right? How many two loss teams have we seen get into the college football playoff, let alone a two loss team from the Pac 12? Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. I think you, you have yeah. to win well, that game. Well, plus that's one you, of their two ranked opponents this year. Well, yeah, exactly. You you think about not only is there, is it a ranked opponent, but they're also ranked number seven right now. And yeah. I know this isn't a USC podcast, but let's just get into this. You're at Florida if you're you're Utah. This is Utah's schedule. You're at Florida, which you can definitely win. Yeah. You're the, and then at home against Southern Utah and at home against San Diego State, which you should win. Then you're at ASU, which you should win. Then you're at home against Oregon State, which you should win. And you're at UCLA, which you should win. This team can open up six and zero. Other teams should fall on the rankings. They could be as yeah. high as slotted into the college football playoff at number four or five yeah. when they play USC. If USC is undefeated by that time, that could be a turning point for both of those teams. So again, yeah. that game is going to be fun as hell. If you guys remember the Utah ASU game last year at Utah, that shit was loud. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking at this from a Pac-12 perspective and you want a Pac-12 team in the college football playoff, like that's going to be like, I, I don't, I don't know if I've ever talked about this, but like I was in, like I've been in that room where like in the college football playoff, like I was in a whole mock selection thing, like with the, the director of the CFP and like I was with a bunch of guys from me. I was with RG3 like we and we we went through this whole process and, and talked about how they select teams for the college football playoff. And if you don't think that the fact that they're only playing two ranked opponents this year is going to be a huge knock against them, like you're you're tripping. Like the, the yeah. US like they need to win those games and they not only do they need to win those games, but they need Utah or USC needs the other to win all of their games. Like they need yeah. at the end of the year for those teams to be the best teams in the country. So they have something for that resume. So that, that's going to, yeah, that team, that's what well, those teams need to go undefeated. And then whoever wins that neat game needs to go undefeated for the rest of the season. If you want to yeah. see a Pac-12 team in the college football playoff. Dude, how fun would it be to see Utah in the, in the college football playoff? Yeah. Oh my God. That'd be awesome. Utah, that's a week, that's a week Texas, five matchup, right? USC, Utah week six or seven, week six? Six, seven, seven. I would not be shocked if that is the college game day. If you see, College game day, head yeah. to, to that game for the game of the week. Because yeah, college game day in Utah. Hey man, they've gone crazier places, but sure if both those teams I mean, are undefeated. And you look at that USC schedule, like they've got Rice, Stanford, Fresno State, Oregon State, Arizona State, and then Washington State up leading up to that Utah game. And again, a young team, like that could easily be a situation where they're rolling and they're thinking, Okay, what did we tell yeah. you? And, and now they, they walk into to Salt Lake, yeah, just, Salt Lake, right? I have no idea. Just to put a little bit of ASU spin on this, ASU has a chance to play spoiler early in the season yeah. for both of these teams, which is Absolutely, very yeah, fun. 100%. I mean, it's going to be huge, especially for a guy like Emory Jones. You figure all eyes from a scout perspective, a national perspective, are going to be on USC and Utah. It's going to be the only teams, yeah. the only teams that national media and um, NFL scouts, you figure, will care about going into this season, Utah, USC, Emory Jones, this is your time to, to get those national eyes when you're in Tempe, when you're in the PAC 12 is you beat teams like USC, you beat teams like Utah. That's how you raise eyebrows. That's how you boost your draft stock. Um, and that's ultimately how you, you take down the giants in the PAC 12. Yeah. And, so, and, and when ASU's playing USC, if you don't think Soli and Merlin Robinson are going to be over there being like, Oh yeah. Eric, like, do we need to make him regret this? I mean, his, 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 the, the pocketbook's probably big enough to where he won't regret even if they lose by 80. But <laughs> Daniel and like, is going to run through him like I run yeah. through Burrito Express in the morning. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> or, yeah. No, no. Have no. you guys had Burrito Express this morning? <laughs> no. no. I haven't left my I house. I could go there. for a burrito. I could honestly I could. go for a burrito. Have you eaten, Sean? 
Yeah, yeah, I had eggs, green chili, and these eggs. These two don't eat breakfast before practices when we go in the morning. It's so it really early. It's so early. No, it's dude. No. I'm not about, like, it's already a struggle for me to get up in the morning when we have to get up and go to practice and be there in you, Tempe at whatever time. You have to wake up at, what, 7.30? Oh, man. No, no, no. I wake up at 7. I wake up at 7. How do you so, not eat then? What, do you do your hair for 45 minutes? Oh, my hair well, don't take that long, bro. My drive from where I live to Tempe is, like, 45 minutes yeah, in the morning. Yeah, Totris, your drive's, like, 15. It's 20. It's a 20-minute drive. So what are you doing from 7 oh to 8 o'clock? I got to shower. I got to get ready. Got my, my backpack together. You know, I got to do it. You sit in bed for 45 minutes, don't you? 45 minutes is a long time to sit. No, I got to go to a gas station every morning. Like, See, you don't have to do thing. that. You can make no, yourself coffee and make breakfast. Or whatever. I need energy drink, bro. I can't make energy drinks. You can That's make yourself coffee. Why don't you just order like them in bulk off yeah. Amazon and store them in your fridge so you're not Let's going to eat part, part, part of my daily routine is going to a gas station, going to a Circle K, getting my, my energy drink, and then just strolling along to practice. See, that's not part of my routine that I would be like, I need to keep this in the routine. Yeah. Like, if I could cut it out, I most certainly Josh would. made an omelet this morning. Love that, Josh. Ooh, also had eggs. eggs. Also had eggs this morning. Four eggs. Literally. Piece of cheese. It was great. It was chef's kiss. Right on point, Charles. Ooh, a steak burrito, enchilada style. I haven't tried it enchilada style yet at at Fort uh, oh. geez, at, Fort Peaks, at at Burrito Express. I might need to get in on that. Definitely. Hey, there's no better time to go try it than this Saturday because uh, Daniel Agata is going to be there doing an autograph signing um, at the Tempe location. He's going to be bringing along some teammates, Ladarius Henderson, Elijah Badger, and a couple others. That sounds like the perfect time to go try that burrito enchilada style and get an autograph while you're at it. Go ask him. Go asking God to go ask some of these guys what they think about the upcoming season. Um, maybe you can get your burrito about. signed with edible. That ink. Would, I, I'm telling know. you, I'm not here for get the burrito signing signed. itself. I'm here for the baby signing. The burrito for, signing itself. No, no, no. The burrito signing, comma itself. Oh, <laughs> thank you for inserting the punctuation there. I didn't yeah. think that needed to be said. Well, yeah, it did because you you made it sound like the burrito was signing its own. Body. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, exactly. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. You never. Oh, know. cinnamon melts from McDonald's. Isaiah says, "Turn me Ooh, up." Cinnamon melts do sign. Any cinnamon roll, like anything, is Dude. cinnamon baked goods are. Yeah, literally top two or not two. They are a hundred percent elite. Uh, we were talking about the Pac-12 a lot. We talked USC, Utah. Um, I believe you could still get USC at plus money to win the Pac-12. Um, I'm not sure what the odds are for Utah, but you guys should download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and go check it out. And you can use promo code PHNX. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes. For more details, Shane, I'm sorry to say that the pitcher that you had um, in your parlay was pulled in the bottom of the fifth with only the one strikeout. Yeah, that sucks. Oh, well. Wait, I'm going to the sports pick of the week cash, though. Fade the Yankees until yeah. humanity. Are you fading them again today? Who are, are they still playing the Rays? They're still, still the last game of the Rays. I don't know who's pitching, but yes. Yeah. Really? And the Red Sox won. To the moon, baby. It would be tough for me to fade the Ray or tough to fade the Yankees. I don't think they get swept. I got the Sox again today, minus one and a half. Um, by the way, to go back to what you're saying, Totri, but uh, USC is still the favorite to win the Pac 12. Oh, they're the favorite at, to win the Pac Yeah, plus 220. Utah is plus 240. Oregon's plus 280. And then there's a big drop off there. UCLA at plus 900. 
I think there's good value there with Utah plus 240. Hey, I agree. I think they should be the favorite. Tell me how the relief pitcher has more strikeouts than um, the starting pitcher already. That's not great. You only he needed four, right? And he got one. You're five. That is unlucky. Clevenger. He pitched well because he's a great. Speaking of unlucky, how about Merrill Kelly pitching seven shutout innings yesterday and then getting walked off? D-backs getting walked off because the D-backs have the worst bullpen in baseball. Uh, if you want to learn more about it, watch the PH and the D-backs show. P- their, their bullpen has the most losses of any bullpen in Major League Baseball. So what you're saying is bet on the Giants today. No, what I'm saying is is live bet when like the, D-ba- the, the D-backs are up like one nothing or something in the, the, the sixth or the seventh, live bet whoever they're playing because when the bullpen comes in, they'll fucking ruin it. Okay. Okay, that's fair. I'll uh, I'll do that tonight, and I'll let you know how it goes, guys. The last thing we got today is we got a draft. Okay, Sorry. so I was thinking about this. Okay, I don't know if we should do franchises because then you can get Mario and Mario Party. No, 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 no. I feel like I feel like it's, if you're going that, like Mario Kart is its own one, Mario Party is its own one, yeah. Mario is its own thing. I agree. I feel like I don't because it's not we're not so, characters. What is Super Mario sixty four then? Because I think that's one of the greatest video games of all time. Su- that's a suit. That's Super Mario. Like uh, I, I think like the okay, like okay, the okay. what's it like the gotcha. jumping in the blocks and eating mushrooms like that's so a franchise. Are we, should we Mario do franchise. should we do franchise video game franchises then? I'd rather just do video games. I feel like I think I, fran- I mean like I, franchises gets too specific. Like, so franchises and individual games. Yeah, like if yeah, there's like a one off, then you could. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And we could talk about the situation like as okay, we do yeah, for cool. any of these, but we are. So yeah, we're drafting the best video games of all time. Yes, because PlayStation is trending for an odd reason. I guess there's there was like data miners that leaked a new PlayStation. Ooh, that when has that happened? On. They Sony gets exposed yeah. twice a year. Yeah, and also it's called, they still like, the don't even have enough mega, PS4s. They don't even still have enough PS4s. You're telling me I can't wait for my new PlayStation, whatever it is, in 2037. Yeah, when graphic cards are still out because there's a labor issue. I have my 64 around here somewhere. You know what I can't wait for? I can't wait for, I believe it's 2029 when LSU and ASU play. It's going to be Yeah, turn it up. Jaden Daniels is still going to be there. Player (laughs) coach. Great game. Absolute great game. Looking forward to it. Wonder what the odds are going to be in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, but I absolutely dominated you guys in the Disney movie draft. Yeah, so, you did. Congratulations. Yeah. Blind Thank King you. effect. That, there's not much you can do about that one. Truly, truly. I am going to pick third because I don't think that there is a clear-cut number one video game. Sean, you want the first or you want the second? Yeah, pick? I'll go first. I don't think there's a clear-cut, but I just have one that I, I need to get. Um, okay. And so, on. yeah, I'm going first. Okay. So if, if, you draft, if you draft my one I need to get, I might leave the studio right now. The studio because, I, because I don't think I don't think you like this game like that. If if okay. if this is the pick, go ahead. Yeah, Wait, without further ado, Sean, to pause. You are yeah. now on the clock. Do, do, do. What, what's the jingle again? Do, 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 do. Do, 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 okay. Um, listen, I don't know if this is a, like a, a one to many people. I don't care. It's backyard baseball. Um, it's okay. backyard baseball is like the greatest game of all time, and I don't really, I, I don't care if I lose this. It's just that's yeah. No, I re- I really respect that. I just need I it too, honestly. Really respect that. Um, all right. My clear number one, which I think is the best video game franchise of all time. I don't think it's close. It's The Legend of Zelda. Give me all of them. Give me Breath of the Wild. Can I just say something real quick? Yeah. Can I just say, I told my girlfriend five minutes before the show, like, oh, we're drafting video games. Do you have any? And she looked me dead in the eyes and she's like, I feel like Shane's going to draft Zelda. She yeah. said those exact <laughs> words. Good. Good. Zelda good. is a great game. She probably thinks I'm smart. And that's why I did that. Yeah. Greatest video game yeah. franchise of all time. It is 100% a great game. Um, I'm going to go Super Smash Bros. 
uh, yeah. at number three. I absolutely, that's my favorite game of all time. Uh, and it's just, it's just fucking incredible. Coming back around, give me, give me Call of Duty. Um, yeah. I think the old, like the modern warfares and all that stuff are just some of the best games ever. Uh, coming home and from like middle school, whatever, just playing that game for hours on end. Absolute incredible. Just all of them are great. Okay. Um, give me GTA. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. You stole yeah, that, that one, one for me. Um, I was definitely going there. Um, okay. Well, then give me, give me Mario Kart. I'm shocked that fell all the way back around to me. Um, let me, I got, I have like a, a list. Uh, oh, give me, I, I, I will let you d- decide on how wide ranging I can get with this, but I was just going to say like the Lego video games. Yeah. Do I have to? Yeah. You can can I just go Lego video games? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's a great that works. That like Lego Star game. Wars. Yeah. I, if you, if one of you would have taken that in the first round, I would have had complete respect for it. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll take I'll take Mario Party off the board. That's a solid pick. Respect. Damn, I, I really thought that was going to come back to me. I don't know how it would have looked though if I would have had two two Marios. Yeah, like, yeah. That'd be a little diversity there. Um, I'm gonna go. Give me Halo. Um, nice. Also, yeah, another just absolute phenomenal phenomenal game. Um, and then give me probably one of my favorite games of all time. I wish that they had like continued or like people still played this game, but Star Wars Battlefront. Um, I've that, I've been playing that. I absolutely. I wish I still had that game, but Star Wars Battlefront was probably. Uh, it, it, I think it's top three, top three favorite games. Shit, this is tough. This, this is tough. is tough. I know exactly where I'm going with my last one. It's not going to be a fan favorite though. Tetris. Fuck Tetris, man. The BlackBerry uh, games. <laughs> I don't want to take any of the sports ones. Because yeah, I was I was going so back to that one. Okay, I think this one's going to be available, so I'm not going to take it. This is tough, man. This is this really is tough. really tough. Um, what what Mario did you take, Totri? Super Smash Bros. Okay. Yeah, I think the big three Mario. The the, the only Mario that's really still no, on the board is like Super Mario is I think I think one of the best, but I don't know if I again I don't know if I want to. If I'm trying to win the vote. Mm, this is so hard this is tough because i can also go another way but i already have one of those also give me mm, this is tough man there's a lot of really good games i don't think there's a wrong answer yeah so i'm gonna take the portal games Ooh, okay i was just talking about this with I don't know why, but on Monday I was talking about this with Derek, and he said Portal Two is his favorite video game of all time. I think it's so, I think it's a lot of people's favorite video games of all time. Yeah, you might you might get that from him. Um, I have a few a few I have two picks here. I have a few different options. These are your I'm, last I'm, two. Yeah, um, I have a few different options. I'm going between. <sighs> yeah, I, Hunter kind of just NCAA football. I think I have to go there. I, I know you yep. said to, I, I was thinking about staying away from the football games, but. The NCAA football games are just yeah, no, it's great. So iconic, and you, I think I'm going to get a little bit of a, you know, clout because people miss them. Um, damn, I got two that I'm really going back and I know. forth. I'm in my head about two. Um, I, I'm going to go Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Okay, wow. I, I, I just feel like 
That was one of those games that I, I, think I had. Skate when I was three younger. is the better game, but it's fair. What's that? I think Skate Three is the better skateboarding game, but that's fair. Tony, the pro skate, the Tony Hawk games are just money, though. Yeah. Um, but I have I have a whole list of, of honorable mentions I could go through. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of honorable mentions. <sighs> Shane, no pick it's number your five. Last pick. I know. Oh. I don't know if I want what I wanted though. Oh, I know what I want now. Uh, I'm thinking about, so I, I'm just going to lay it all out there because I don't think Coach will take any of these. I was thinking of any of the Age of games. Those are fantastic. Age of Empire, Age of War. I was thinking about I any loved, of Civil- I loved Age of Empire. I was thinking about any of the Civilization games, but I'm going to go yes. simple. I'm taking Minecraft. Dude, that's what I was going. That was Tony Hawk and Minecraft. Minecraft. Tony Hawk and Minecraft were the two hours between. Um, the, the Civilization, Sid Meier's Civilization games are just iconic games though yeah, so i, res- I would have respected yeah. that pick too ball and fall them yeah. <sighs> yeah. there's three there's there's so many so many different options here yeah there's assassin's creed there's red dead redemptions um yep. like i think pac i mean pac-man still on the board yep um zoo tycoon all Crash of those yeah. uh, tycoons the tycoons are, are tough that was definitely considered they're electric but for my last pick I gotta go Sims. I gotta go the Sims. That's Ooh, great. That's that is great. a tremendous I pick. I never even thought about that. Love those games, man. Love those. Uh, games. Yeah, Mortal Kombat's up. There's so many. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have our list, but just honorable mentions. Yeah, Assassin's Creed was another one. I yeah. Was so so let, let's go through all of them. Sean, you go first. Okay. If you weren't doing a draft, what are your favorite video games of all time? Because I know the draft definitely skewed this. My favorite. Well, Becker Baseball is definitely up yeah, there, that, but it's not yeah. like a um assassin's creed 3 is definitely one of my favorite video games of all time just i love that i'm also a little bit of a history nerd so it being yeah. set like the revolutionary war was really cool for me um i i for the record i did consider drafting Fortnite because of how iconic yeah, it is but it's just like eh, um lego star wars is also up there like yeah, i honestly i honestly think i got a lot of my favorite video games i think mario kart was the one pick that i have where i like i like mario kart but it's not really like i'm not like obsessed with it that much but it was just still there so i had to take it um i don't know though yeah i, I think like the backyard baseball the lego games ncaa football is just mm-hmm. is amazing um my favorite oh uh nfl 2k3 that yeah. game was that unbeatable game, uh, i like i like 2k4 but 2k3 was great too i like the yeah. nhl oh. 2k10 great game blitz. Too. there's blitz too oh nfl the oh, blitz yeah. street the street franchise yeah. Dude, i have them right here nfl street right and here. nba street NBA yeah, NBA Street was good. Hold on, NBA dude. I had that on my GameCube. Um, there. Oh, what was the other one I was just gonna say? Oh, what you know about Spyro? I never played that game. You never played Spyro? I never. That's played Spyro. crazy. Oh, we got Slindy yeah. in the chat. We got Miss Eugene herself, Aaron Slindy in the chat. She missed what? the org. She this missed is the, the best bonus. game of all time. Yes, yes, yes. Game Wind Waker. Cube. Oh my, my god! Game of all time. Oh this is the great game. God. Super Monkey Mon- Ball. Oh, yeah. Monkey Ball. And oh. here's NFL Street. Yeah, NFL Street oh was gosh. iconic. I play that all the time. Um, Monkey Ball I, is great. Um, Bomberman Ultra. Um, I just I, I don't think you heard me, Shane. You know anything about Spyro? Oh my God, so much about Spyro. The yeah, Spyro that, PS2 game. I forget what it was called. Um, I had it on GameCube. Okay, I had yeah, Spyro I, on GameCube. Yeah. Um, it was just different. yeah. I think I consider Wind Waker my favorite Zelda game. I know people think the Breath of the Wild is the best video game of all time. Period. But um, I consider Wind Waker my favorite game of all time. I think. Yeah. Um, um, I'm a oh, big horror game oh, guy. The, the Alien games, if you ever played those, yeah. And then for RPGs, that's like my favorite thing. So Fallout, Skyrim. 
I was going to take Red Dead Redemption when we drafted because I think RDR2 is one of the best games ever, but I already had GTA, and I think oh, that would get more votes. But I think I like RDR more than I like GTA, honestly. I considered Actually, Pokemon I Go, that, too. Oh, my Pokemon God. Go. You considered Angry what? Birds, Pokemon oh, Go. my God. I can't wow. believe no one drafted Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon Go, that's a Angry huge, Birds. that's a huge no, swing. Why are you like, saying yeah. Pokemon so Go? Pokemon, just in I mean, general. Just any of them, just any Poke, of them. Yeah, Pokemon's a huge miss there. Some of the, the phone games, a lot Wii of the phone sports. games. Wii oh, yeah, Wii Sports got left yeah. off. Wii Sports. I mean, so it's, tough, it's tough. There are so many phenomenal video games uh, that it, it's tough to narrow it down to the top 15. Like, yeah. They're just absolutely phenomenal. We're going to get grilled. Do you want me to yeah, read our list off? It is. Oh, yeah, let's hear Let's hear the list. So I drafted Backyard Baseball, Mario Kart, the Lego franchise, NCAA football, and Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Dance Dance um, Revolution is a good one. Yeah, yeah. Shane has Legend of Zelda, GTA, Mario Party, the Portal Games, and Minecraft. And then Totri has Smash Bros, Call of Duty, Halo, Star Wars Battlefront, and Sims. See, here's something interesting. Totri, you might get hurt by the Halo thing because I grew up a PlayStation guy, so I never played Halo. Wow, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Halo is amazing, though. Uh, it is. Aaron, what it is. Yeah, I drafted. To Halo draft. is great. I, I, I mean, I've played it, but I didn't play it like religiously like that. Yeah. Aaron Lee saying Spider-Man. Uh, if you ever play the Spider-Man GameCube game, that game is electric. Um, also, a cool comment, Andrew saying, "Yo, boys, just met uh, Max, one of our marketing guy at an ASC Sports Business event. Cool guy, and his face lit up when I told him I watched the show. So, Andrew, I appreciate you telling us that and watching the show, and that's that's really cool. All of that, yeah, for sure. Oh, 100%. Guitar Hero, Rock that's Band, a, all those dude. games. Rock Band is one of the best games of all time. <laughs> we we could have." Damn! <laughs> For tell the audio listeners, Totri just went, or Shane went behind him and grabbed his guitar hero guitar. We could have drafted seven, eight rounds of this and had. Can money. we please bring? Can you please bring the guitar hero to the office? The new office. I only have please. one, and the only thing I'm going to play is uh, I forget what it's called. It's a Metallica. That one went song. down to Georgia. I, is one of my. I haven't beat it yet. It's on Guitar Hero Metallica. Oh, what is it called? I'm on hard mode. I always get to the last part and then my fingers start cramping. It's like a six minute song. God, what is it Dude, called? No, yeah. We yeah. need to go get and find like a whole rock band set with the drums, yeah. the microphone, I'm the guitar. Here. It's and really everything. expensive now. It's like $400 now to get rock band. I believe it, but I think it's worth it. I have a drum set, I think, from rock band somewhere in my closet. Barracuda I mean, is a great guitar. So song. many. So many just great games left up before. Yeah, we could talk about this forever. Yeah, head to social uh, here in a couple hours, and you can vote on who you guys think drafted the best list of video games. You can do that at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can give me a follow at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow Shane at Shane Deacon. You can follow Sean DePause at Sean underscore DePause. Playing games is always big. <laughs> Absolutely love it. One last little promo and shout out is Foco. They've got you covered with the best Arizona merchandise and they've got officially licensed gear for men, women, and kids and everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs. Head on over to Foco.com or click the link below in the description for all non-presale items. Use the promo code PHNX for 10% off. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back with an audio episode on Thursday following ASU's uh, fall camp practice. But thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you all tomorrow. Peace. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. 
Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. 